Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. For uh, this uh, August 21st of uh, the true. procrastination. That is um, Anything happen? <laughs> we just came back from the retro gaming con that was at Frank and Sons in City of Industry this past weekend. Oh, yeah, that was uh, cool. Got to see Pro Jared and Gerard, the completionist. <laughs> and you were super obsessed with Snow Bros. It's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me and Matt were uh, walking around, and uh, he's like, that, that guy looks almost exactly like Isaiah from the back. I'm like, yeah. And he's playing Snow Bros. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> can only be one Isaiah. I like, I like Snow Bros. I like it better than Bubble Bobble, and Bubble Bobble gets a lot more credit. <laughs> like, like yeah. everyone always remembers Bubble Bobble. Nobody remembers... Um, Snow Bros. I miss Puzzle Bubble. Puzzle Bubble is the same game. It says Snow Bros goes down and uh, Bubble Bobble goes up. Yeah. And then also, um, Bubble Bobble, it's easier to catch the guys because you just need to get them in one bubble. And Snow Bros, you got to like pile on the snow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That boss battle was kind of bitching, though. (laughs) I enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell what does damage on that guy. I was like, am I doing good damage with this? Just throwing the snow on him? Or do I need to like do that thing where you combine the two snowballs? And I don't know. Yeah. It's fun. You had a good time. Yeah. Hey, how was your uh, slip and slide water gun thing? Shopping? That was that was fun. We uh, we took photos like like they had like one of the, like they had they had Baywatch playing on like the big screen like the entire time. <laughs> nice. And um, they they were serving hamburgers there. And is that a like, on DVD or something? Probably like the entire series of Baywatch. Well, I don't know about the entire series, but probably a few seasons of it. Because, like, I mean, that show went on for the longest time. It's the yeah. number one rated show in the world between the years of 96 and 99. Damn. Because, well, because, I mean, it's like people running in skin-type uh, swimsuits is a national language. is a universal <laughs> language. Oh, yeah. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of David Hasselhoff... <laughs> This uh, this Call of Duty Infinite Warfare DLC, uh, zombies in Spaceland. I'm, I'm uh-huh. getting the house off. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how. Yeah. The the the, uh, the entire concept of this is that a character played by Paul Rubens, aka PB Herman, there's a bunch of uh, 80s stereotypes who are supposed to be actors, I guess, like or like want to be actors, uh-huh. into an abandoned um, movie theater. And it somehow transports them into a theme park filled with zombies. <laughs> and they have to fight to survive, um, all while being helped by a DJ who is, uh, who is played by uh, David Dude. Hasselhoff. It actually just looks like him. It's just straight it's just, you know, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah. And looks like. <laughs> like the other, the other characters are, are all supposed to be 80 stereotypes. Uh-huh. So it's like the, uh, the geek, the jock, um, a rapper and a um, like a valley girl. Uh, I was kind of hoping, like, like in my mind, I was laughing at the idea that a geek, a jock, and then a rapper. And like, I didn't think of a person that raps. I just immediately thought of like a Snickers rapper <laughs> floating. Rapper. In the it's like that. Uh, like it's that, so beautiful. Like that thing in uh, the Resident Evil games where you can play as tofu. Oh yeah. Is an actual tofu? Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're a big brick of tofu, and, you, and the thing is, the only weapon you get is a knife. You can't. You don't get like a handgun or anything, eh, so you have to. You don't have to worry about the zombie apocalypse because you're tofu. Yeah, <laughs> the best thing, I, the thing I love the most about it is the fact that um, uh, the 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 version before that you play as Hunk and he goes around and he like mm. fights and whatever, blah blah. And then after you beat it with him, you unlock the tofu. And the only the only thing that happens when you beat it with the tofu is that you get Hunk's ending screen. But instead of him just sitting on a helicopter as the thing flies away, you see him sitting on a helicopter frying up tofu as, he, like, as the <laughs> helicopter takes off. Nice. Um, yeah, I think in, in um, one of the first-person shooter type ones, like a, like a Bellicor mm-hmm. or, or something, um, there was actually a, a mode you could unlock where all the zombies became tofu. Nice. So you were just shooting tofu the whole game. I remember, was it? There's even a game on like the Adult Swim website called Tofu Hunter, and it was like one of those like big game hunter games, but they were all what, just squares of tofu, tofu that you shot. <laughs> and they saw the antlers, and they still like ran away like they would in the in those kinds of games. Uh, I, like, I like how you actually did the motion of running away <laughs> without getting up. It's like a, yeah, it's the old South Park run where you just kind of like bob up and down as you like move. 
But um, yeah, but it's like it's like Paul Rubens, uh, Peter Herm- um, you know, Peter Herman, uh, Seth Green is playing the uh, the nerd. Yeah. Um, because of course he is. Yeah, I forget the other two, but they're both on SNL, and and then I think the the other guys from ITV. So they're all they're all somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, looks interesting. <laughs> oh, uh, best line in the trailer: the the jock. Mm. He says. He says, why were clowns invited? Nobody likes clowns. Because <laughs> there's like zombie clowns for some reason. Oh, that's a game I'm not going to play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it's called Zombies in Spaceland. Clowns are scary. Clowns are stupid. <laughs> what's, what's scarier, clown or zombie clown? Like, does a zombie clown become less scary than a, for someone no, who's a clown? No, i zombie I'd, clown. I'd probably say zombie clown just because the fact the that it, you, you compound... More? The fear, because I mean, like, like you can you can bump into a you can accidentally bump into a clown and you'll be scared of it, but it'll still just be some guy going <laughs> like you know like I made you a sword like out of balloons and stuff like that and like you'll still be you'll still be scared, but like you'll be like okay, just get away from I'm me. Walk but away if, from you. Yeah, but if you bump into a zombie clown, it's like ah, <laughs> it's like there's no there's no chance that it's gonna be a nice zombie clown who's gonna give you like. <laughs> he's gonna give you like some some candy or, or balloon animals. No, balloon he's brain. gonna eat you. He makes a balloon brain. Just yeah. eats it. <laughs> balloon brain. Sounds like a great insult. I'm gonna. You are such a dick. You fucking balloon brain. <laughs> Reminds me of that joke from that uh, Shantae game. Um, I think it's like ah, oh, some big guys are the worst. They only like women for their brains. <laughs> Yeah, those are, those are some good games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything needs to start playing those again. Those, I think I had like one of the GBA ones. I, I just, I kind of wish that they that she got like some publicity. Yeah, that's that's what I feel like. I feel like her games are really good, but like, like you never see a commercial for it. You never hear anything about it. It's just like kind of like you know, if you've played one, then you start playing all of them, and then it, but then it's like, if you've never played one, you'll almost never know about it unless you watch like Let's Players or whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. a good, she's like an amiibo or something. It's like a good, it's like a good RPG-ish platformer, mm. kind of like, kind of like old Zeldas. Yeah, and like, like the art's really good. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Go pick it up. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Go pick up a game of Shantae's. <laughs> so uh, this this month, mm-hmm. a movie comes out starring mm-hmm. Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> Does Johnny Knoxville get the final wish of being beat up by Jackie Chan? So it's, it's two yes. it's two men who do their own stunts. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's called Skip Trace. Nice. And the whole idea of it is, uh, I think Johnny Knoxville is like a wanted criminal from America, mm-hmm. uh, trying to hide out in Hong Kong, which is where you know uh, Jackie is like a cop, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he sees something that he's not supposed to have seen. So like all the mob, the like mobsters and stuff are coming after him. All the uh, the gangsters in Hong Kong, right? And uh, you know it's just them working together and getting into uh, random situations. Like the, I think they end up with like a like a Aboriginal tribe or something, and <laughs> end up smoking some sort of thing. And yeah, it's a lot of crazy Very kind true. of the, the kind of things you'd expect from a Jackie Chan uh, Knoxville Knoxville movie. <laughs> oh, good because I've I've missed a good Jackie Chan movie in a while. Like. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen him in a good movie lately. Yeah, like I mean, I, I think the last thing I liked him in was the Rush Hour series. I didn't like the Shanghai New Nights movie. It was, it was okay. And then, and then that that one of Journey to the West. I'm like, oh, mm. it's, it's it's been done, you know. It's, it, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, but like, I, I I want the good old days of movies like Mr. Nice Guy and and Rush Rumble in the Bronx and. Mm-hmm. And uh, Operation Condor is probably oh, my favorite. Operation Condor is so good. I was the fact that Operation Condor is actually the name of the sequel in Japan. Oh yeah, or in we, in yeah. Hong Kong. Then we had to fix that. We had to figure out what to do with the sequel. Yeah, because it was called like I think it was called like uh, <coughs> the Fleece of God or some of that. And then uh, the second movie was Fleece of God, Operation Condor. And then it was Operation Condor over here. And then when they released the first movie. They call it Operation Condor 2, the Fleece of God. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just, I mean, like, either way, I guess. It's, it's just, like, this is flip. confusing, but okay. Uh, <laughs> flip it around. I don't know. Yeah. Reverse it. Yeah, Throw thing know, down. You know, yeah, yeah, that whole, yeah. whole song. <laughs> You're hippie, 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 hippie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
I like the uh, the line at the very end of the trailer. I think is a uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville saying, uh, "Can't you just uh, turn in some other white guy?" I mean, we pretty much all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> yep. White people. White people. Am I right? <laughs> white people. Black people. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Give that man the ten thousand uh, dollars. Don't want that dog to win. <laughs> so there's a, there's a new Digimon game and anime coming out. Oh, good. Uh, called Digimon Universe Apply Monsters. A- A-P-P-L-I. So I'm assuming it's like almost like there's going to be a Digimon app involved in this game? Yeah, it, it's it's basically the, the whole idea is that the, the Digimon are, I guess, uh, smartphone apps or something. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, I don't think I, got, I don't think I wrote down the name, but they don't they, they don't call them straight Digimon. They're like, cause like they're all chibi kind of versions of of Digimon. It's like SD Digimon, something. But like you can tell that they look like cuter versions. Like some of them are new, some of them are like existing Digimon, but like done in a new style. Yeah. And the whole idea is, um, it's just basically smartphones, and like it, it kind of feels like like the game kind of feels like um, like the Mega Man .exe of of Digimon games. Oh yeah, yeah. the NT Warrior stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a kid and he's got like a smartphone. He's walking around and it has that kind of uh, view. You know, when you're walking around the town. Yeah. And like all the all the, all the guys you expect to see are there, but like in a new form. You know, looks looks pretty fun. Uh, I don't know about the anime, but the the game looks cool. It's me, Kabuman. And it's like the little cheapy guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you can you can fusion to. Two of them I'm together to make a new one. Yeah. Fusion, huh? So that's kind of neat. Fusion, huh? <laughs> Fusion, huh? Fusion, Fusion, huh? Instead of making it as fast as you can. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like two two characters running into each other at full speed. Yeah. I can say uh, I can say all fifty states in half a second. Yelped really loud. It's like, oh, are you never happy for my accomplishments? <laughs> Um, Detective Pikachu movie got picked up for America. Yes. To, like, Do you know who the writer is? Huh? Do you know who the writers are? Huh? Alex Hirsch and Nicole Perman, uh, you may know from uh, Guardians Thor. of the Galaxy, Thor, Captain Marvel. Nice. So the two of them are, are, are supposedly going to write the script. So long as we get Danny DeVito yeah. for Detective Pikachu, I am all down for this. Like, I already Which love I Alex think, Hirsch. I think Alex Hirsch is going to try his best to get Danny DeVito right. as... If not, then Alex Hirsch will do his best Danny DeVito voice. <laughs> like, I could see him doing a pretty good. Well, it was like with Bill Cipher. Like, he wanted to get... Um, what's that guy's name? The guy that made Twin Peaks. Um, he wanted to get him to do the voice of Cipher. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> And he, and he didn't get him, so he just did his best impression of him, to, uh, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, um, but yeah. So it's like you know, I I love, I love like it's back in the day, like when I when I read the book The Lorax, and I was like, oh, there's yes. nobody else in this world that could be the Lorax than Danny DeVito, and then they made the movie. movie and it was Danny DeVito. Yeah, I also believe they made the Lorax for Danny DeVito. David Lynch. There that we was, go. That's that's the guy's name. Yeah, it reminds me of that. Uh, there was like a post, and it was it was um, like Sunny in the DC universe. Uh-huh. And it was like it was it was all the the uh, it's always Sunny characters as as characters in the DC universe. Like uh-huh. you see like side by side comparisons, and you get to Danny DeVito, and it's just Danny DeVito as the penguin. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just Danny DeVito. Uh, There's no one else. Yeah. If you get a chance, uh, check out uh, AdultSwim.com slash. Um, Misc, <laughs> adultswim.com slash M-I-S-C slash pilots. Um, there's a, a bunch of them. There's four of them. Uh-huh. But uh, one in particular called Hot Streets. Mm-hmm. It's created by the story editor from Rick and Morty. Ooh. Uh, executive produced by the guy that did uh, Rick and Morty. And it's storyboarded by Steve Yorko, who is somebody I know from the One Piece podcast. Uh-huh. It's his first job uh, doing storyboard- storyboarding. Nice. So um, I'm pretty interested in it. I couldn't watch it. Doesn't want to play on my computer for some reason. Did you Did you try another uh, um, <coughs> internet browser? No, I've, the computer I use is a is a work thing. So I only have like one. I only have Chrome and Internet Explorer. And I wasn't going to do an Explorer. Okay. Because uh, sometimes it's like it won't play on Chrome, which I Firefox. It works perfectly on Firefox. Yeah, it's weird. There's like certain certain uh, websites. 
Anyway, um, yeah, so um, check that out. It, uh, when you watch it, there's there's a bunch of buttons you can press that I guess are like Personal. To, to give your reactions to things. Mm. Like, you know, I, oh, I loved it. Um, there's one that's like, burn it with fire. <laughs> you press it with something you, don't, you really hate, you know, happens. Oh, uh, it's like turning the knob. Like exactly, for like Speedo Man. <laughs> um, there was one just called Costanza. It just had a quote from Costanza from Seinfeld. I don't know what that's supposed to... <laughs> <laughs> Serenity now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, check that out. I don't know if the other ones are good, but those are also out, so... Okay. Go do that now. I'll just Costanza them all, except for <laughs> <laughs> just costly hit the Costanza button. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Only I hit the the remorse button one more time. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't make mm-hmm. it. I guess I dream about Lee Majors. Hey, one, oh, more time. one more time. <laughs> um, Suicide Squad, uh, Harley, and Deadshot have been added to the Injustice game. Yes, the new one. Cool. Uh, Kind of interesting. Uh, Deadshot didn't really... It feels like both characters were using a ton of reused stuff from other characters from the first Injustice. I mean, yeah. I mean, Harley just reused Harley's stuff. Yeah. And Deadshot was reusing a lot of... Um, I would say Cyborg? No, it was or, the guy with gun. Uh, guns. Deathstroke. Deathstroke, yeah. He was using a lot of Deathstroke stuff. Um, I don't know. It looks fine. Uh, Harley's face is like the only female character so far that didn't look horribly ugly. <laughs> Uh, oh, and she uses her her um, hyenas now. It looks like it might nice. be her treat. Nice. So that's, that's pretty cool. I love her hyenas. Nice Remember, thing. I saw the uh, like he was hinting at it, like he um, like before the trailer came out. It was just a picture of like hyenas on the uh, the Twitter. Huh. And I think Event Hubs was like, "Guys, Joker's coming!" And then one's like, "No, not Joker. With <laughs> the hyenas, nice. it's gonna be Harley, not Joker." Yeah. Harley loves those things more than Horton yeah. yeah does. He doesn't give a crap about that. Like I love that one episode when um, he's going to destroy all of Gotham, mm-hmm. and Batman Batman basically works on Harley's human side in order to stop it. He's like, he's like, but what about? He's like, what about all the other people at Arkham? He's like, yeah, you're right, Joker. What about uh, Two Face and and Ivy and what's his name and that guy with the hat? Like he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, don't worry about them. They'll be fine. He's like, and then Batman just, and what about your babies? <gasps> My babies. And he's just like, he's like, I'll get you a goldfish. Like, <laughs> the same thing. So, Metal Gear Survive. What? <sighs> okay, uh, Ed, Metal Gear Survive is a game where you play as a generic soldier who got left behind at the end of the uh, prologue to Metal Gear Solid Five. Except in this version, it's an alternate reality where a bunch of portals opened up for some reason, and you got pulled into another world where there's zombies that have uh, horns that look like the horn that's coming out of... Uh, big boss's head in Mega Solid Five. So, some Kojima left didn't know what the hell they're doing with the game, right? Yeah, they're just like, well, we can't, we can't make a a canon game where the rest is alive. So, so we'll go alternate reality and zombies. They're like spinning a wheel and zombies. Yeah, dartboard up. What, what's what's most more? What do kids like these days? <laughs> yeah, zombies. So the idea is, I guess, uh, for it's supposed to be, I guess, four player co op uh, zombie shooting game. So. And another portal that sends him to World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a weird game. It's just like like with like, aliens, like super realistic World War Two. Except that you have like all the the advanced miniature solid weapons and like weird stuff you can do. The one thing I hope they have, if if this game is actually coming out, I want them to have the balloons. Oh, the full-time expert? What are you, you yeah. going to pull? Like, shoot, you, a, shoot a zombie and then run up to it and attach <laughs> the balloon and... Where, <laughs> where's it going to go? You're not through reality. It's just going to go up into the sky. Like, just a zombie, like, floating <laughs> up in the sky now. And then, like, once that balloon pops, like, once it gets up too high, uh, then it just drops the zombie and... That's one like, way to kill him. Yeah. But, like, I just, 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 I just want to hear that... <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, That's a defensive I, form. <laughs> I kind of feel like the like the problem is you're not going to get anything cool because you're like you're just a generic soldier that got transported. You know, um, you do see you do see some weird weapons. I think some guy had like a flaming crossbow for some reason, or I don't know. Please hurry. <laughs> uh, 
Expedition. And, <laughs> and, the, and the trailer, the, the, it looks so, uh, it looks so actiony. But then, like all the the stuff that came out afterwards, they're like, it's gonna be a stealth game, like it's multiplayer, but it's stealth. And everyone's like, but the trailer showed you like just shooting a bunch of zombies with like a machine gun, <laughs> like getting everybody down. The thing that the thing that really makes me kind of nervous about this game is that uh, Konami said the four words that to me always mean you're not going to buy it. Do not buy this. What's it? Have an open mind. Oh, uh, yeah, that always, yeah. Like, it's like, I don't like this. This doesn't look good. It doesn't look like anything like a, like, a, like a Metal Gear Solid game I've ever played. It doesn't look like it's anything I, as a Metal Gear Solid fan, would enjoy. The, no, no, man, but keep an open mind because, you know, da, 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 da. Like, I'm like, oh, no. I like that they're trying and that it's not a pachinko machine. Yeah. But it's like, hey, you ever want to play a Metal Gear game without any of the main characters and without Kojima and without like a good story mode? And, not- <laughs> and you always wanted to fight zombies in Metal Gear, right? It's like, no. Uh, it's like when they canceled PT. It's like, <laughs> you, you didn't want, you know, Norman Reedus in a in a reboot of one of your most beloved hor- survival horror franchises that where the teasers scared the shit out of you and made you excited to play a new game right. in this kind of universe. It's and like now, there was a whole community based around it already, and it was just a demo. Yeah, and, like, and then like everyone's like, and then, and then Konami's like, nah, but you know what? Here's a pachinko machine of it. That's what you want, right? Also, why is it called Metal Gear Survive? You don't see any Metal Gears. I mean, what are the chances of a Metal Gear being in that, that other universe? Alternate universe portals. Is one just gonna drop drop through a portal mid mid boss? Fight? Like you're just gonna be like suddenly boss fight Metal Gear for no reason? Your character's name is Survive. <laughs> God, no, no. His name was just Vive, and you can call him Survive. Oh, goddamn! <laughs> he earns up the ranks. Yeah. Everyone calls him Sir. Yeah. Hey, Survive. Survive. <laughs> Major Buzz Scale. Uh. <laughs> you just tip your tip your hat to me. Yeah. Survive, milady. Uh. <laughs> um, oh, uh, speaking of uh, those kind of games, um, RE7 got uh, another it's seven, right? Yeah, yeah. got another uh, actual longer trailer. Actually, it looks pretty cool. It's weird because I keep I keep hearing how like oh the the demo is not going to be like a representative of what the actual game is going to be like. Yeah. It's totally representative of what the actual game is going to be like. Well, I think I think they just made the the trailer mm-hmm. just to kind of test people's things out and, 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 yeah. and like again like the the keep an open mind but in kind of a better way because it's like you know this is not <laughs> what you, this is not exactly an, inherent of the game so if you hated it yeah. you'd be like you'd be like oh well that's good mm-hmm. and if you liked it then it's gonna be like well then what is it gonna be then and like if you kind of yeah. weigh it out and see like who i kind of feel like they they just meant that that this there's you know there, there was no real story in the demo and they're like that story is not going to transfer over to the main game like the yeah. feel of it is like the gameplay because like the it's a whole different house and a whole different uh, main character and a whole you know whole different villain but it's the same kind of feeling. I always kind of laugh at the idea. What's it going to be called in Japan? Because uh, over here it's going to be called Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. So in Japan is it Biohazard Seven Resident Evil? <laughs> yes. All I remember is that um, that it's it's RE Seven but they they write it out like. Um, like uh revil <laughs> oh, okay. like like it's it's like oh, r e v and then yeah and then they they make the seven um look like an i and an l oh. so then you get evil in there too you know like like because like, they make it a different color and, and the same thing for biohazard except that they i forgot how they did it it was really weird like i'd they, probably do it in the z it was something like that yeah like, they, like there's a seven right there Exactly. It was, it was that kind of thing, and it still spelled evil, yeah. but in the biohazard somehow. I forget how they did it, but like they made a certain part, a certain color. I still want. Um, uh, I still. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. I, I lost. I lost track of thought. No. The, my train of thought left the station without me. Again. You, you still uh, want something? That's 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 yeah, what we the know. Important thing. <laughs> the only thing we know. make it happen. <laughs> Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> Go into the depths of my subconscious, find what. Although that that alone sounds like a good Resident Evil game. Go into the depths of my subconscious. It's just the uh, the evil game? within. Like, no, uh, remember me? Uh, <laughs> Didn't they make that game? Oh yeah. No, I don't actually. <laughs> I completely forgot me. <laughs> Who are me? <laughs> I'll show ye. Uh, 
Oh, um. You just got something done. Uh, Zendaya is going to be playing a main female character in the Spider-Man uh, uh, Homecoming. Yeah. And I, I can't tell if it's going to be, because uh, some, some news sites are saying it's going to be Mary Jane, but I haven't seen any actual proof. Like, there's been no actual confirmation. Yeah. And then uh, if you go on IMDb, um, like, the actual stuff has her listed as Michelle Gonzalez. Yeah. Who is another character um, from the comics who I can also see it being. Uh-huh. And I kind of feel like either way, even if she's, like, if she's Mary Jane, or I actually would prefer Michelle. Michelle Gonzalez, but if it is Mary Jane, I hope they at least do a lot of the story stuff from Michelle Gonzalez because uh-huh. her story is cool and I feel like it's something that hasn't been done. I just something that hasn't been done already in the, the movies. Yeah. You know? Like we already have Vulture, that's new. Yeah. As a villain. Um, and Shocker, I think, has also been rumored to be in the in the movie too. Okay. I mean, it's kind of close to a villain we've already had, but it's still new. Um, Which villain? Oh, I was just thinking of how we had like a lot of electric stuff and oh, okay, yeah, know, because shoot, we had shooting electro. beams yeah. and I don't know. But uh, oh, but her whole thing, Michelle Gonzalez in the comics, was that she wasn't really a love interest. She was she was a roommate of his. Mm-hmm. There was like some sexual tension thing going on because they're always living together. Yeah. But her her whole thing was that her uh, her roommate, I mean uh, her brother, was was staying with Peter mm-hmm. and they were they were roommates, and then he gets um, he gets sent away to jail. Because of uh, Spider-Man stuff that happens, he's he was a he was a cop who who believed in uh, Jonah, mm. that you know Spider-Man's a menace and all that, mm-hmm. and then it just seems like almost like a confirmation bias. It's just stuff kept happening to him, uh, to him that was Spider-Man related, uh-huh. and just, just just screwing up his life, <laughs> and like uh, just over and over. Like he's he's got like plans that day. He's going to like a like a baseball game, and then you know. Uh, Super villain being chased by Spider Man ends up in the baseball game and you know yeah. wrecks the game and then it's just like like over and over, and uh, and at one point a villain gets convinced that since he's around always around, that he is Spider Man, <laughs> so oh. then they're they're going after him uh, specifically, and it's a whole thing and uh, I don't know I just thought it was interesting and uh, it's something that hasn't been done yet you know yeah I'm I'm kind of like. I don't know. Uh, I remember I was reading this thing about like how people were like, "Oh, she can't be Mary Jane. Like, how's she gonna be a redhead?" And then like they posted a photo of Zendaya with like red hair. It's like, yeah, oh. it's like, red hair does not equal a redhead. And they post a picture of Kirsten Dunst because she's blonde. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a, well, she's she wasn't a redhead. Like it's like, a, well that that doesn't count. That's a da da da. And like, it's like so so long as she's white is what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so she could do hair color. Yeah, for the role, but no. <laughs> I'm like, uh, everybody changes their hair color for that role. Like, freaking, what's it called? Uh, Gwen Stacy was a redhead, and then she was blonde both times. We had, well, although Emma Stone is a natural blonde, mm-hmm. she dyes her hair red for when she does movies. Um, same thing with uh, Christina Hendricks. And uh, I don't know why I threw her name in there. I just <coughs> want to throw it in there. Yeah. And um, it's still those two um, together into stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, but then, but then they both went blonde, and then they went blonde. And then you have Bryce Dallas Howard. Who is a natural redhead who dyed her hair blonde to play Gwen Stacy, and then you have Kirsten Dunst, who's a natural blonde who went redhead to play Mary Jane. <laughs> Why don't like, they just ev- have them play the characters whose hair matches? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and it's like you know, like just if, if Zendaya is going to be Mary Jane, I want two things: a, I want her to nail the face that you hit the jackpot line. Oh yeah, that that has to be like like I want that to be like so freaking punch you in the face. Hell yeah, kind of moment. Yep. And um, you know, it's just it's just like like one of Is the. Is he even gonna date anybody in this movie? Because he's pretty young. <laughs> I don't know. He's only like fourteen. He might have a crush. Yeah, I, I feel, I feel like, like it might be like more like a crush thing. Yeah. I don't know. And also the fact that like I'm like I kind of hope she isn't. Um, whatever, because it's like. Yeah, I hope she's not whatever either. <laughs> I kind of hope she's not. I, I kind of hope she's not Mary Jane, just because of the fact that, like, I'm like, you're either going to introduce the character, because that was the thing that kind of bugged me in the Sam Raimi trilogy, mm-hmm. is that um, Peter doesn't know Mary Jane until Aunt May introduces them. Yeah. So it's like he doesn't. So, but then the Sam Raimi thing is like, oh, I always went to school with her. I know her like very da da da, and until like you know we decide to finally become a romantic thing. 
And it's like, if they decide to go the actual storyline, I feel like um, Mary Jane will would only kind of work at the end of the movie mm. as an introduction. And like, you yeah, know, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it is. It's like after all, all the bad stuff happens and it's like, you just, you just hit the jackpot thing. Yeah, you know, exactly. Shows up right at the end. So it's like, so it's like, it, um, like it, it would feel weird to put it at the at the beginning, and it would feel out of place if we put it in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it'd have to be like a wham line ending. And if that's the case, then I feel like we kind of wasted a role. And uh, to be fair, the whole Mary Jane living uh, next door thing—that that's what happened in um, Ultimate Spider-Man comics. Oh, okay. I don't know which one came first, though. The, mo- the I don't know if the movies influenced the Ultimate comics or if the Ultimate comics influenced the movie. Uh, Ultimate influence. Ultimate had been around for a while. Okay, yeah. Then, so so, that, so there you go. And then, um, and then I know that the uh, the web shooter, the organic web shooters, influenced the comics. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, let's, let's, not, let's not talk about that. <laughs> no, we don't want to ever want to talk about that. <laughs> no, he still, never had organic web shooters. What are you talking about? I still like the uh, the when he had that that spike, that poisonous barb. That oh came yeah, that out was interesting. His... I think uh, didn't didn't his brother end up getting it afterwards? His brother? You know, uh, Kane. Oh yeah, I think so. That, that sounds like something he'd get. That sounds right. <laughs> and then um. Speaking of Barb, uh, they they did some uh, stuff about Stranger Things season two. They talked. About, oh, did like, they? Yeah, they they're, they've been talking Good. about like what's coming out for the next season. Um, Barb will not be in it, so odds are Barb is is dead, dead. But she will not be forgotten. Oh, okay. Like a lot of stuff that revolves around her. Wait, who's will, Barb? Uh, the redheaded girl with the glasses. She will not be forgotten. Pool. Oh yeah, no, she's dead. Yeah, she will yeah, not okay. be forgotten. Who's Barb? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like no, I was uh, just making sure. Yeah, she, yeah, she but, totally did. But she will be a major part of um, like, season two. Like, like there will huh. be like, like she's gone but not forgotten. Like, yeah, like a lot of stuff with her. And then also, um, there's there's there is theory. Um, it has been said that uh, what's his name? Callahan, the 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 white haired guy, Papa. Oh yeah. Um, that he might that um, he's not that, dead. That he, yeah, that he might be. He may not be dead. Well, it was off camera, right? So. Well, I don't know. It was it was it was almost like a Jurassic Park death, where <laughs> yeah. you know the thing just jumped on him and then like that. But then he's he, he's surrounded by soldiers by soldiers. So it's like who knows? Like they can't might say have, he's dead. Can't say he's alive. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, my my parents. I got my entire. Uh, my my entire family has pretty much seen it now. My mm. my parents watched the entire thing in, in in one one night. I loved. Um, I was listening to K Rock the other day, and and one of their DJs, Ted Stryker, mm. he was doing. You know how like the DJs will do will record their own commercials and stuff like that. Right. He was doing one for T Mobile. How like you know you get four lines and blah blah. blah T Mobile sponsor us, so I'll give you the rest of the spiel. But um, <laughs> that's exactly what he said. Yeah, and word, uh, word, word. but but then he's like he's talking about like how uh, T Mobile has that binge on thing where you can. Uh, watch Netflix all you want and it's not going to eat into your data mm-hmm. and um, he says so you can you can watch all of Stranger Things and it won't affect your, your data usage and then, and then when he's doing the disclaimer at the end you uh-huh. know like da 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 void prohibited he starts he starts talking with a lisp he's toothless yeah. like at the end he's like oh He's like, oh, rest of the thing. Like, he starts talking with the full list that Toothless has the uh, whole entire credits. I'm like, oh. And I even tweeted it. I'm like, oh, did he just do that? And he responded, and he's like, I totally did. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It must be hard to speak that fast while doing that. Yeah, I know, right? Well, voice. I think you just speed it up to voice. Void over here, the rest of that will be doing it. That's right. At the end of every episode now. <laughs> yes, I'll have a large cheeseburger. Just, just like how I add the pie sock and poppers at the end of all the... You've been doing that? No. no. <laughs> That's you? It's been, it's been littering it in all the episodes. Uh, I love that. I, love, I always love doing that. That was fun. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> That's because I was going to say live action tick. Again? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's current, out. The first episode, the pilot. Oh, yeah, cool. it's um not really. Excited. It's it's interesting. I, I'm gonna say it's interesting because it's, <laughs> it's it's it's, the, it's it's one of the guys that made the original live action tick. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy that plays the tick really has it, it nailed when he's on screen. Yeah, but he's not on screen that much. It it focuses very heavily on uh, Arthur? on Arthur. Hmm. 
and what's going on with him and like it's it's weird but not funny you know what i mean yeah like, i wish it was funnier more often um does he still say his catchphrase <laughs> who Take. Uh, i don't think he did but he says he says a lot of lines from the original <sighs> a cartoon show's dead to me <laughs> <laughs> he uh he does say a lot of lines from the original cartoon, though, um, like word for word. And also, uh, it feels like the tick might just be in, in Arthur's head. But it's weird because he is he is out, he is around doing things. He, he, yeah. he fights a bunch of guys that have guns and stuff. But, I, but it feels like they're trying to make you think, at least, that, yeah, that he's, he's, not, he's... He doesn't he's, exist. He either doesn't exist or he came out of uh, Arthur's head or something. Because Arthur basically gets traumatized uh, at a young age. Um... And he develops a tick in his eye whenever he's very stressed, you know. Mm. And then, then the tick's always around when there's there's nobody else around. Like you know, uh, like whenever he's talking to the tick, there's like nobody else in the room. And I don't know. It just feels like they're trying to go for that kind of thing. Yeah, trying to go for that route. I don't know. Like and then as soon like in the end last season, some guy, hey tick, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, I, the, but the tick is great though. Like when he's fighting those those guys with guns and stuff, he's just he's so like happy and confident and like kind of dumb. <laughs> and, and he's just um, this guy just like sneaks up on. He's just like hiding, and he uh-huh. just hits him in the face like full on with like this board. And he's just like ha, sneaky. He just he just like backhands him into the distance, like. You know? <laughs> yeah, I kind of hope that he's real though. Like like that's the only thing, just because of the fact that like. I always loved the Tick story. Like, apart from Arthur, the Tick story is really interesting. That he's a guy that actually escaped from a mental institution, um, believing he was a superhero, and um, actually became said superhero. And like yeah. his his costume, his costume when he uh, when he's not fighting crime is just a tie and glasses. Like he doesn't even wear like the suit. He's still wearing his tick outfit, complete, <laughs> and all he's wearing are glasses and a tie, and no, and apparently the tie has hypnotizing qualities, nice. so nobody believes that that's the tick. And my favorite ability of his that they that they, that they created in the comics is that um, there's pockets in the suit that will always give him ten dollars. <laughs> No matter what, no matter what, he'll go into a, into the pocket and he'll pull out ten dollars. Because like one time he was at the diner and they told him he was ten dollars short. He's like, "Oh, okay, hold on." He goes and he starts patting himself down. And then he goes into the pocket and pulls out ten bucks. He's like, "Wait, this costume has pockets?" Like, that's <laughs> the fact that he has his actual ten bucks. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, it always pops ten bucks out. Yeah, like, that's great. Like I'm like I'm that's like there's a, so a much. Po- that's a good power to have. There's so much about the story of the tick that I feel that like, like from what you've told me about this mm-hmm. is being left out, and from what even the original live action tick that with Patrick Warburton left yeah. out, mm-hmm. and it 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 kind of bugs me. And did they I'm, ever explain in the comics and like the other stuff where the, all the superheroes started? Like like what made all the superheroes start appearing? I no. don't think so. It's just it's one of those they've always been mm. because the whole the whole thing the whole idea of the tick was to be a satire of the superhero universe. Yeah. So there was never really a need to explain it. It's just they exist. Okay, this one it's basically there's it's basically a Superman guy that shows up. Mm. And after that, you know, all the other heroes start appearing because of him. Yeah. Like it's well, like, dumb. <laughs> like I always loved certain heroes like the caped chameleon whose only weakness was um that he can't do plaid. Like, yeah. like his whole superpower is that he can sneak around so he can like match the colors of whatever he's around. But the second he walks on something plaid, it's like, ah, God. Awesome. <laughs> and then, of course, there's Bipolar Bear who just can't seem to get out of bed this month. And, uh, <laughs> and um, American Maid, I always thought was the best yeah. name. Just because, like, it took me a while, too. I'm like, oh, I don't get it. And then I'm like, oh, American, like, made in America. Made in America. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was like, okay, that makes total sense. And I love it. And I was just like, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Are you throwing cards? What are you doing? Her shoes. <laughs> oh, okay. That was her weapon, was she would take her shoe <laughs> off and just, like, chuck it. Who throws and, a shoe? Well, the thing was, her stiletto spike was, like, strong enough to embed in, like, brick walls. So it's like, anytime somebody would, like, raise up a hand, like, to, like, hit or some of that, she'd take off her shoe and just... And then, like, it would grab onto like the cuff of their suit, and yeah, just, like, <laughs> thrown to the wall. And then her, the tip of her of her yeah. maid's hat was uh, was like a had like a blade to it because mm-hmm. like there was one time when like they're trying to get out of something and she climbed up top and took it off and just 
started carving it and yeah i loved um i love the interesting thing too is that in the first season of the cartoon uh arthur was voiced by mickey dolan's from the monkeys hmm. and then uh, hey hey we're the monkeys <laughs> and then second and third season uh they got uh robert paulson who people know as yakko or pinky mm. to to play arthur so you just get all the monkeys to play him <laughs> for some reason every season is a new monkey well there were only of the monkeys there were only two that were actors like like two were actors and two were musicians. Um, Mickey Dolenz and Davy Jones were were actors that basically learned how to play their instruments and became musicians. And then Peter Tork and Michael Naismith were musicians that had to learn to be actors, kind of thing. Okay, that makes sense. You go half and half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, I gotta have some Pokemon Go news. Every every other week has been like a a ton of it. Mm-hmm. Only thing I found was that. Uh, so far, Pokemon Go has made over $250 million. Jeez. And over $200 million of it was in the first month. Yep. What was it? Over at the, the Citadel outlets, uh, over in Commerce, mm-hmm. um, they actually, they actually uh, promote Pokemon Go over at the, uh, over at the, the Citadel. Um, like, it's like, three like, gyms. Like come here and check out all the, yeah, get all the Pokemon. Yeah, it's like, trainers welcome, three gyms, 19 Pokestops, like, come on Damn. down. <laughs> there's like a, like on 2nd Street, there's certain stores, because it has a lot of Pokeshops. Yeah. There's certain stores, like, oh, on Monday, if you're Team Valor, you get 10% off here. <laughs> on Tuesday, if you're Team uh, Mystic, you get 10% off. And Team Instinct. It's Wednesdays. You, you come in on hump day. Oh, yeah, Wednesday. <laughs> Hope day. <laughs> what the camera? Guess what day it is. <laughs> um. Oh, also the uh, the Pokemon World Championships have been going on. Mm-hmm. I only watched some of the first day, but it was really interesting. Um. <laughs> the current rule set allows for two legendaries mm-hmm. as long as they're what? not as, as long as they're not event only. Yeah, they have to be catchable legendaries. Mm-hmm. Although, what about the? The legendaries that, like, you need an item to get it. Like, you didn't get it from an event, but you had to get, like, that special item. Like, was was it Rotom? Dark- or who was that one? Dark Darkrai. Or-, or Shaman? Or Shaman? That one little grass guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Darkrai is available because I know that um, one of the popular things to have mm-hmm. is, uh, what's that guy that's like a painter? and they can oh, Smeagol? Yeah. yeah. People like to use Smeagol with one of Darkrai's moves as because it's really powerful. Nah. And you can use him, so you can use him with the, with the Darkrai's move. Um, but yeah. Uh, but like the current the current meta now is basically just freaking uh, primals because the yeah. two primals are so powerful. And you can get them easily in Alpha Sapphire yeah. and Omega so you can, Ruby. You can use them. And they and they create that whole sun, you know, or, or rain thing when they get brought in. So it's like a whole thing of like both both teams have one or the other usually, yeah. Or like a ton of counters for that guy. Like they, I think the the announcer said you either have one or the other, or you have like four counters to it, because <laughs> you got to be like totally prepared for this. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. And like Raichu is like a popular pick now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he has the same speed as Gengar, in in Pokemon X and Y. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he also has Nuzzle, which is like a Thunder Wave, but does damage. So you're just paralyzing both you know opponent Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, this, this guy, he he won even though he was about to lose, just because he he went for for Ice Beam on the on the ten percent chance that it froze, and it did. And and then he used Skill Swap um, to swap his. With uh, what is what is the primal that has like the the rainy day ability? Uh, uh, the the blue one. Yeah, uh, Kyogre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he skill swapped with the with his own Kyogre, um, in order to get um to give the Kyogre the ability levitate, mm-hmm. so that he he could avoid a ground attack that was coming from the opponent, and also to extend the length because when you when you skill swap it, it reactivates the ability, mm-hmm. so then the rain stayed longer. And the other guy had Groudon, but he couldn't. He couldn't activate the sun because of that. And uh, and the sun makes it so that you can't um, be frozen. So it would have canceled out the freeze. Yeah. So he did that. So it also extended the freeze. Then he skill swapped again next turn with the uh, Mega Genghis, uh, Mega um, yeah. Ivysaur, who has who is staying alive because it has it has um, thick fat. 
So he oh. skill swapped it to get rid of the thick fat. I'll still extend the rain again, <laughs> again. And then he used ice beam again on him now that he doesn't have the thick fat and yeah. killed him. It was just like, damn, that was a really good series of turns. <laughs> like, series of skill swaps. Yeah, it really screwed him over with with skill. Yeah, swaps. Swapping some, <laughs> some good swapping skills. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that on archive probably because it was it was interesting. Um, did Pachuriso make it return? Yeah, not yet. But they kept <laughs> they kept showing him in in in, uh, in like flashback because there was like a. Like this, this part where it's like a tutorial of like the rule set. Yeah. And they they always show that scene of him him just kicking ass. Um, <laughs> no one expected Pachirisu. Yeah, Pachirisu fighting like a bunch of dragons and kicking yeah. their asses. <laughs> <laughs> like, come at me! Like, there's actually a scene in the anime where he's he's fighting up against those those guys, and so everybody always uses that picture from the anime. Nice. So they actually use it from the anime. Yeah. Um. So Bleach ended. Yay! Yeah. It's, it's over, guys. We did it. Yeah. We did it. Now <laughs> let's go home. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like how the uh, one of the chapters near the end of the series, I think it was called like um, an end to perfectness or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget what it was. It was something like that. Something that means that, that you know, uh, oh, an end to flawlessness. Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, sure. That's, that's what you want to <laughs> sure, call it. Sure, buddy. Your series is flawless. <laughs> no, no, no problems at all. So like we're just reading it to find out how it ends because we've been reading this too long, um, but yeah, it's over now. Maybe we can make zombie powder again. I, re- I really like zombie powder. Mm-hmm. It was his first series. It didn't last very long. It was like very short, but it felt like Trigun um, with Esk. yeah, it was like Trigun with like some more supernatural stuff going on. I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it more That's than I liked it more than Bleach, and it was way shorter. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to go into comics? Yeah. Ah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Scooby-Doo Apocalypse comic actually kind of works. It's, it's, it's weirding me out. <laughs> okay, I just remembered what that was, and at the beginning I thought it was... Um, <laughs> I was thinking of the Scooby-Doo in the X-Men universe. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. Like, Scooby, like, no! And it's like a, yeah. he becomes one of the horsemen. Yeah, they, they all become the horsemen. Like freaking, uh, like freaking Fred is is war. Um, Shaggy would be famine. Yeah, oh, I can see that. Uh, oh, Shaggy's famine and riding Scooby Doo as the horse. No, Scooby's death. Scooby has to be death. Why? It just makes the wait, most. Wait, 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 I hear this. Just, Why do you jump to that? Hold on. I want to hear this. Rid his eye, reaper of rolls. Like, like just having, you're, you're reaping our rolls. Scooby Doo, you, you have the bread. Scooby Doo is 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 the main character of the series. He has got to be the end. He's got to be the death. Uh, it just becomes a toss up of who is um, who is uh, pestilence. Like, will it be Daphne or Velma? I want to say Velma. You could be the two of them together, I guess. Yeah, that that would work. It'd be like a Gemini kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just, like, just they all just become the the, the horsemen for apocalypse. Like, <laughs> or maybe Ruh-roh. it's, a, or maybe it's a Daphne, and then the the one the one remaining member has to try to save everybody. <laughs> yeah, and Velma would make sense to be like the savior, like yeah. to try to 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 you. Hmm. She uses her brains to figure out a way out of this mess <laughs> again, again, <laughs> bitch. Uh, <laughs> bitch, 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 bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we're part of a cult just chanting bitch over and yeah. over. Yeah, bitch, bitch. Um, okay, now we're just sports sports team fanatics cheering our favorite team, the, the bitches. bitches. It's the Los Angeles bitches facing off against the Idaho. Who gives a shit? I still say that's a good. That's good, a good name too. That's a perfect, <laughs> it's a perfect name for like the, the puppy bull, the, the team, the bitches. Yeah, the bitches. Uh, the Idaho, the Idaho <laughs> gives a shit. It's like a band name. <laughs> um, yeah, Scooby Doo Apocalypse. I don't even know where to go with this anymore. But the whole, the whole concept of it is that um, I think like a, some sort of virus. Is it, it's either a virus or a nanovirus gets gets loose. Mm. That um, 
Anyway, it gets loose and turns all the humans into monsters, except for certain ones that were underground because of the, the same project. Uh-huh. And uh, they're going around in a mad scientist version of the mystery machine that has like all this stuff. And uh, it has a bunch of weapons. And they're just trying to find other, other survivors and figure out what caused it and undo it. You know? Yeah. So, so every... Uh, it's more action-packed, but it's the same kind of character, same kind of feel. Yeah. And instead of finding, like, one monster, they're finding, like, a group of that monster, you know? So they just find, like, a bunch of vampires in this issue. A whole bunch of uh, astronaut skeletons. <laughs> you know, you think so. you think not, but there's been a lot of weird monsters already. It's like a, it's almost like movie monsters instead of real like, monsters. Well, that was one of my favorite monsters in the original series was that was that guy in, like, a scuba suit with the, with the glowing skeleton face. And, yeah. Like, he looks cool. Yeah, exactly. He was killed by one of those uh, uh, Doctor Who monsters. Those <laughs> the, the, the the shadow things. Yeah, those weird um, things in the library. Yeah, the spores, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Oh, and Scrappy Doo is is a bad guy again. Oh yeah. <laughs> how, how could that not be? Nobody, <laughs> like, nobody likes him. The story for Scooby Doo and and Scrappy is that they're 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 part of a uh, like a program to make intelligent dogs, and they have these things that them uh, speak. Uh-huh. And Scooby Doo, uh, everyone thought he was like the like the dumber one because he can't speak um, perfectly, you know, yeah. the, the way he speaks. But uh, but he's kind of like I think I said fear is a great motivator. It's uh-huh. Like when he's afraid, he becomes a total badass. Um, and Scrappy Doo is the, is the leader of the other dogs, and he's like the smartest one. So he always hated uh, Scooby Doo because he feels like he's like the the failure. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. it's like it's almost like Doug from Up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like nobody likes like none of the other dogs like Doug, but Doug is probably the coolest one. <laughs> exactly. The happiest one. <laughs> so the happiest one. Break it down. He hid on your porch because he loves you. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh the, <laughs> all I have written outside of that was was latest uh, latest issue of Batman. Go on. So much happened. <laughs> um I'm just gonna go into spoilers on this. Okay. If you haven't read the latest Batman and you want to, just you know Skip about uh, ten minutes. I okay, know. I think I said before, Psycho Pirate yeah. showed up. He made, uh, and there's, there's two superheroes, Gotham and Gotham Girl. They're basically like Superman powered. And they don't know where they, uh, where they came from, but they're siblings. And they grew up in Gotham, you know, and they wanted to basically become like Batman, but with powers, if they could. Like, they really respect Batman, but they wanted to save Gotham. Um, yeah, that didn't work out. Uh, Psycho, <laughs> <laughs> Psycho Pirate made one of, uh, made, uh, Gotham girl scared, so she, so she ran away, and he made uh, Gotham angry, and he's just been turning up, the town. yeah, turning up the city. Uh, Batman wasn't gonna get there in time, so he had Alfred go go uh, in the Batmobile while wearing a Batman um, outfit, <laughs> and he just like crashes the uh, Batmobile into him at full speed uh. to try to you know slow down Gotham, and. Uh, <laughs> Like the whole, he's like, "You're not Batman." He's like, "All skinny, like wearing the outfit." I, I am Batman. Like, you know? <laughs> why won't no one ever believe me? Yeah, and he's like, um, "Alfred, I'm there." Oh, thank God! He just like runs away. Where are you going? And just freaking um, bat plane crashes into him, and just explodes. It's just like he's like he's gonna run out of vehicles eventually. He blew up like three in one issue. He's rich. You, he don't you, care. You don't know how many vehicles. Like, have you ever seen? There's a there's a comic book where he fights Hush, <laughs> and like you see, like he keeps every single interpretation of the Batmobile, oh, so yeah. he can like I can hit you with the '50s one, the '60s one, the '70s one, the '60s television series one, the one from the animated series, the Which one is from my favorite. <laughs> exactly, he can hit you with every. And then like uh, I love how that fight ended, like between him and Hush, just because mm-hmm. the fa- the fact that um they use the Bat Whirla gigs. What the hell's a whirly gig? It's a single person helicopter. Oh, okay. And the thing is, is that um, you got to be careful with those because there's no protection between you and the propeller up here. Jeez. And then what happened was um, Hush's bandages got caught in the <laughs> propeller, Ugh. and that's how that ended. That's how that fight ended. Okay. <laughs> and Yidi survived because comics. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> never found the body, therefore. He's still alive. Yeah. And then, and then the whole uh, Batman's dead thing happened, and and then... Uh, they didn't find the body, and he's alive. And then Hush's face was... Since Hush's, Hush looked like Bruce oh, right, Wayne, right. He, he pretended he, took he over was... Yeah. Bruce. And they, like, forced him to. Yeah. <laughs> like, at first he was doing it just to, just to screw over Bruce, but then they, like, made him do it. Um, oh, it wasn't but, so much that they made him do it, but it was just like you know what he's not gonna waste all of Bruce's money, so who cares? <laughs> and then uh, and then um, later on they they transferred all of Bruce's money to uh, to Tim, uh. cause uh, and like and like so he's like wait 
So I can't like they gave all of the the Wayne Enterprises. They gave all the Wayne Enterprises stock to Tim, so he couldn't sell the company. And it was like a ha ha ha. Like yeah, Tim's like the reliable one. You want to give it to Tim? <laughs> Go fuck yourself, hush. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. So they're fighting Gotham and Gotham, um, and they they end up calling in the Justice League, which is interesting because like, uh, like he always had a protocol. To call them in, but I guess he's never called them in on on Gotham before. Because yeah. you know, it's, you know, Batman's like, I, I can handle my city. This is my yes. city. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Superman will come and help once in a while, but I don't need the I don't need the Justice League. Yeah. Now he, he called them all in, and they were still getting their asses kicked by Gotham. <laughs> like like Gotham was beating up Superman, and then uh, um, Gotham girl ended up in the Batcave. You know, terrified, and. Uh, the guy from I Am Robin, he's been he's been helping out Bruce. Uh-huh. He's trained something new. He said it's it's basically he's not he's not a Batman you know uh, spinoff. He's not a, a Robin. He's just like a helper. Yeah. I guess he's like like he's he, he plays the role of Alfred a lot, but he can go into the field too because yeah. he's skilled enough to go into the field a little bit. So he's kind of like a you know a support. Yeah. Anyway, he was he was helping him out and. Uh, Getting info out of Gotham Girl about what's going on. Apparently, the way that their their powers work is they can trade their own life for power. So she says, um, uh, "Where is it?" And, and they can choose how much to take in order to, to do what they need to do. Uh-huh. So she says, "We could be ordinary for decades, uh, Superman for a few years, or a god for a few hours." <laughs> so he's pissed. So he's just using all his powers. So he doesn't care. That's why he's beating the crap out of the entire Justice League by himself. Yeah, you know? but they'll probably die like before. Yeah, exactly. Like a couple of hours. And uh, <laughs> so that whole thing was crazy, and then uh, he ends up getting Gotham Girl to to help. He gets her over her fear, mm-hmm. and she comes and she basically uh, defeats her brother. And um, <laughs> you find out at the very like last couple pages, you get kind of like a uh, like she like like Gotham Girl is is I'm talking in the past tense about these events, mm-hmm. and she's in the future. And you get the the kind of uh, weird bombshell that uh, her and the guy from I Am Robin end up getting married in the future, mm-hmm. and that she apparently kills Bruce. Like she says, like, um, let's see if I can find the exact words. She says, after Bruce did what he did, after he died, how he died, after I I killed him. I mean, like we we would come here every few years to remember like my brother and like what happened that started the whole thing. Jesus. And I'm like, what's what's all that? Like, you're gonna go into that right now, or is it gonna be like way later? <laughs> like, I, w- I want to know what happens with that. <laughs> and then uh, the next arc is gonna be called Gotham Girl Year One. Oh God! So that's gonna be fun. That should be interesting. That that was a really interesting issue. I like the uh, I like the idea. Like I I like the fact that Gotham Girl is the one that survives because Gotham as a name for a superhero not good sounds stupid, but Gotham yeah. Girl. We have to help. We have to help Gotham, the city, the person, or the planet. <laughs> like yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but Gotham Girl sounds cool, just because a you got the alliteration. B you have the point that it sounds like a person rather than just a place. And and C I just wanted a third thing to point out. Uh, <laughs> and you did. You did it really well. Technically, you did. Yes. Um, but yeah, like like it. It. I love. I love lamp. No. Uh, <laughs> I, it, I I the one thing I don't like is I don't like it when like a writer puts down like he's like hey 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 I put down this thing that shows that my way has to end this way and it's like why <laughs> leave it open ended leave it so other writers can do stuff with this yeah like, it's like how are we gonna are we gonna work around the fact that he's apparently Bruce dies from Gotham Girl and this character you created <laughs> yeah like does she does she appear at the end of Batman Beyond and just like snap his neck like. <laughs> Hey, how's it going? That'd be the best way. Do, do it next issue in Batman Beyond. <laughs> he's like he's like eighty something years old. It's like you drinking can't even soup, do anything. It's like, oh, I'm dying on my own terms. Gotham girl, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Add a good one. <laughs> Add a girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping he, that that he'll keep writing and he'll 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 uh, write that whole thing himself. You know, like yeah. like it's fine if you're gonna write all that stuff yourself, but if, don't don't leave it to somebody else to figure it out. I really love the fact that I gave Bruce Wayne a weird Wolverine voice for no reason. <laughs> Had a girl. Had a girl, bub. Well, here's the best of what he does. You really know how to kill an old man, bub? Apparently not, because you're still talking. 
It's a recording that plays in the back cave when my heart stops, bub. I don't, I don't know how the first thing I thought. If you know how to kill an old man, bub, first thing I thought was was apparently uh, uh, sub, uh, Submariner, uh, uh, Namor, when he threw that old man across the room and killed him. Like, I, I, that was an actual thing that happened. Just throws an old man. Namor don't give a shit. He's like, and if we were under if we were underwater, you would have slowly went into the building and like just threw off his groove. Well, he probably would have drowned, but the point is... Well, what is the point of <laughs> that? He's making one. The point is you wouldn't have died from the walls smashing. For assurance purposes. All right. Um, well, we got to we gotta end okay. this. Um, always know uh, we record here at Undercity Comics off of Philadelphia and Greenleaf here in Uptown Whittier. Um, Marvel DC Independent. You've got money. Come and spend it here at Undercity Comics. You can hit us up on Twitter at Procrast Podcast, and you can email us at podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. For this week of the Procrastination, it's Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. Telling you to keep on Pokemon going. Yeah. Go, go, go.